Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. Hey everyone, this is Stefan from ProjectLifeMastery.com. Today I'm interviewing Chris Guthrie from UpFuel.com. Chris is a blogger, he's an Amazon seller, he's also the founder of Amazuite. Chris, how you doing? Doing well. Thanks so much for inviting me on, doing a quick call and talking about this stuff. Absolutely. I think I met you um, I met you in Las Vegas go-karting at the Amazing Cell Machine Summit. And uh, I think you won that, right? Your first place? <laughs> I did win. I did win. And I remember I got out of the car after I finished, after they said, well, you win, because yeah. uh, they were tracking the times. And I said some joke about, um, I guess now's a good time to tell you that I've been, I used to work at these in, uh, when I was in high school. Uh, and then they all laughed, like, oh, that's why. And I was like, no, I'm kidding. I just beat you all. <laughs> that's hilarious. That, that, was, that was fun. Um, yeah. So we, we got together at Mies and Cell Machine. There's Matt Clark, Jason, a bunch of the speakers, and that was, that was a great time. So um, I'd love to hear, you know, for people that are watching this, they want to know a little bit more about you, your story, how you got into online marketing, selling on Amazon. So you mind maybe sharing a little bit about yourself and um, what you've done? Yeah, definitely. I mean, when it comes to Amazon, I, I was adding it up. It's been over half a decade that I've been making money in some way from Amazon. So either... Amazon's affiliate program, Kindle books, although less on the Kindle book side, and then more recently selling physical products. Um, so actually, six, a little over six years ago now, I'm looking at the date, uh, I got fired from my day job. And, and this is a good tip for people that are out there trying to build their own business on the side. Don't tell your coworkers that you're doing it because 
you might end up have, having happened what happened to me, and that was that I got fired because they could tell I wasn't as committed. And as I started making more money with my business, and I was telling my my other sales rep that I work with that hey, you know, it's I made four thousand dollars last month or whatever, and and he's like, cool. And <laughs> <laughs> so don't don't tell people that you're working on a side business, but um, yeah. So I got fired from that job, uh, and originally I pretty much just launched right into just full time. Uh, making money from Amazon's affiliate program. So I, I got fired that October, and then in the following month, I think I made like $10,000 from Amazon's affiliate program. That was maybe my best month that year. And then in December, I made 13000 So I I said, okay, uh, I don't need to go look for another job. And at the time, I was kind of running around thinking maybe I need to get another job because I wasn't ready yet to leave, uh, but decided to go forward with it and then been doing other stuff ever since. Did you find that, you know, it's interesting, did you find when you got fired that just like took your motivation level to a whole new level where you're like, man, now I got to make this work? Yeah, I mean, definitely. I, I think that part of it too is just, you know, I, I, I was pretty good at my job. You know, I won a couple of awards for the position. So every time you get promoted, there's these positional awards that you can win based on how well you do within the first amount of time. So I won, I won one of those or two of those, I can't remember now. And so I did well, and so I know definitely because I talked to the guy that I used to work with that it was because of the side business that I got fired. But yeah, I mean, I was I was already motivated just in the sense that I wanted to be able to do my own thing, anyways. Uh, but then you know, losing the job and then already having something sort of in place just kind of said, okay, all right, let's do it. Let's let's go much faster. And so then I think that first full year after I I got fired, I think I doubled or tripled my income. So I was like, okay, definitely was a good decision. I actually sold my top Amazon site later that year as well, so I used some investment bankers to help sell that. And uh, yeah, I've been doing stuff since then, but Amazon's affiliate program is how I got started. That's cool. And so how did you get into um, selling physical products on Amazon? And maybe you want to share a little bit about your journey and some of the success yeah. you had with that? Yeah, so I, you know, I got an email from Matt Clark and Jason Katzenbach several years ago and they wanted me to promote some course that they had. It was called like Amazon money machines or something. And it was a precursor to amazing selling machine. And I thought, nah, I'm too smart for that. You know, I didn't, uh, I didn't get into selling on Amazon uh, when they first suggested it. It wasn't until a few years later when um, a friend of mine, Brian, he emailed me through my blog, which is one of the reasons why I like blogging and talking about online business is because I get these types of conversations with people. And he said, Hey, um, I know that you're in Amazon affiliate stuff because I found your blog when I was uh, searching around on Google. And I'm looking for affiliates that can help promote my products on Amazon. I'm selling on Amazon. And I, I said, oh, you know, I think that you're probably going to have better results just focusing on improving your conversion rate and driving traffic in that way and maybe launching new products. Uh, but just out of curiosity, because I have it here, you know, how are you doing with this business and he told me what he was doing I think at the time it was um, really high five figures so I think close to maybe 100k a month and I was like holy crap <laughs> what are you doing here and so we talked a little bit more and he told me his background was in accounting and he didn't have this experience with marketing or anything else like that and so I said okay uh, if, if you're doing it you know I want to know how you, you you do it and he he's had amazing sell machines so I said okay I'm going to learn from that same course and I found out of course that was the the same guys that had, uh, had contacted me before asking to promote their their course, and I dismissed it. So now, uh, as a, again, I'm like relearning that anytime you hear these new opportunities coming around, you always got to have your ear open because there's always new things that are really good. And if you get in earlier, 
uh, that's better, even though there's still plenty of opportunity on Amazon now. Uh, it's just a different game back then. So that was that was kind of how I got into it. And then you know I, I learned through ASM and now from other types of areas as well. There's lots of stuff to learn from now, but yeah. That's great. And so you're pretty transparent on your blog, which I love. Um, you got your uh, like your income reports with Amazon. So when you first started selling on Amazon and you started with one product, like what what's what's happened since? Yeah, so I started with the first product and I think I made like three thousand dollars in the first thirty days or something, and then after that it went up from there. And then so far in 2015, my best month was about $36,000 in sales uh, with about 40% margins. I have a little bit less than, I think it's four products right now, so a little under half a dozen, uh, and then some variants and stuff. The And we have several more that we're going to be launching. But the thing that I I found pretty early on is that I was trying to run this business at the same time as I was doing um, the software businesses and everything else I already had going before this. Uh, you know, when Brian, my friend, reached out to me, I was already full-time working on everything else. And I said, okay, if I'm going to do this Amazon thing, I've got to do it on the side. And then just put the the effort I do put in has to be focused on getting the best re- or the quickest results as fast as possible. Even if I make some mistakes or whatever, I want to make sure every day I'm focusing on taking steps that are actionable. I mean, you can always go into these Facebook groups, groups posting questions, et cetera. But unless you're actually, you know, contacting suppliers, getting samples, um, picking products to, to go with, then you're not really moving your business forward. So anyways, I, I started um, doing this, and as it started getting more and more success, I realized it's starting to take more and more time. And it's I kick myself because it's the second time now I've, I've done this, but I waited too long to hire someone. So I fixed that problem. A month ago, I hired uh, a, a, a team member that was already actually on the team. I moved him over to this business. And so he's focused on helping to to grow up more quickly. And so what he's doing is um, we have a, a contact in China that helps with sourcing our products. And so you're going to send an email to him and say, hey, here's the products we're looking at doing. And here's some variants that we want to do. Here's a, uh, some bonus products we may like to include. And then, and then he hands that back to us. And so that part is nice because now he's kind of focused on that. And I can focus on just giving some strategic ideas for that business and then focus on the other stuff I've been doing. That's awesome. You know, I, I can definitely relate to that. And I know for myself, I, I got so many things going on, so many different online businesses, and some some of which I'm much more passionate about and my strengths and what I really enjoy the most too. Uh, but for my Amazon business, it's kind of neglecting it because I just so much like I get so much juice and energy from um, you know doing the self development side of things. So I yeah. realized the only way that I'm going to be able to grow this is I have to build a team and I have to get other people to do a lot of this stuff, uh, you know, for me, because I know what to do. And I'm sure you do as well. Like if you have, you know, you, you promoted, uh, products on Amazon for years now, it just as an affiliate. So, yeah. um, yeah. So, I mean, that's been a big game, ch- game changer for me now is I've just been creating as many systems and even leveraging software too, because I think software is just a powerful way just to, um, scale up and leverage yourself in so many different ways. So, I'd love to hear uh, a little bit more about the software and just kind of what you guys have created. So you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah. So, I mean, I've, I mentioned before the affiliate side is how I kind of got started. And so along the way we built, uh, Amasuite was the software and we originally created it for Amazon affiliates. We launched that um, back in February, 2012. And then we slowly added new features, added new, you know, new versions, new apps. And then once I started selling on Amazon in the middle of 2014, 
I looked at what we already had built for the affiliates, and I said, hey, if we add these extra features in here, then it's going to be really, really helpful for myself and then also for other private label sellers. And so that's what we did. We created uh, some additional features. We added in a new tool, and and then we included that into Amazuite. So we have uh, four tools that are part of that, and then they focus on private uh, product research, and that's a big component, and then also keyword research, and then also in helping you find people to review your product. So that's, oh, that's the awesome. those tools. Yeah, maybe you know, we talked a little bit before. Maybe you can maybe do a, a little demo um, from that. So it's basically four softwares in one, like a four different. It's one software, but it's got four different purposes to it, right? Yeah, yeah. Let me actually show. Okay. Uh, let me share my screen here. Okay. So can you see this? Yep. Awesome. So this is actually the, the first of the of the four programs, and it's the top 100 analyzer. So this is the tool that I like to call. You know, if you're listening and and you're like me, where you're when you first start trying to sell on Amazon, you don't really know where to go. This is the tool that I like to suggest people use. So what you can do is you can come in here to uh, Amazon.com. You select Best Sellers as your data source. You can also use .co.uk. And I'm on a I'm on a PC right now. You can use this on a Mac though as well. But you can come into this area and you can select these different subcategories. So basically, what you're doing is you're going onto Amazon and you're finding products that are outside the top 100. That's really, really important because uh, these days it's just more competitive on Amazon in general. And if you're trying to sell products that are in the top 100, say the top 100 of patio, lawn, and garden, then you're going to end up with a lot of competition. And so unless you have a lot of money to kind of spend your way into success, uh, you're not going to find success. So what I really recommend is people will go after things that are lower, competi- uh, lower competition. So between 1,000 and 5,000 BSR is specifically the range that I search for and that we're doing right now with our business. And so I just selected three categories really quickly to show you how this works. But basically, you select these different subcategories on Amazon, and then you can quickly pull in all the product data for those products as well. So you know, you see the scroll bar here getting larger and larger. So it's pulling in all this information. And then these are subcategories on Amazon. So you know that the products that are being pulled in here, some of them may be higher or rather lower rank, as in they're sold more frequently. Uh, but the... The other products are going to be ones that are, hey, this is great. This is something that I could potentially sell. So you can see these are popping up here. Like this one here is a brass grill brush, 2,294 bestseller rank. And then you can see the sale price is $7.95. Here's the, uh, the rating. Well, the rating for, for a version might not be showing up, but showing the reviews, the weight, and everything else. And then so we can quickly tell, okay, is this a product I'd like to sell? Is it too heavy? Because you also maybe want to think about air shipping. And then you can also see if it's shipped by FBA and the total number of offers. So you can tell if it's something that someone's private labeling or if they're yeah. people that are reselling it, et cetera. Any questions? Yeah, I, I know I'm kind of in blind. Yeah, no, no, this is, this is great. So I, um, I think a lot of people might be curious to know, you know, what do you, what do you tend to look for um, in terms of finding a product? And you mentioned not sometimes not too competitive, but is there kind of like a sweet spot or a few diff, different things that you really um, aim to look for in choosing a product? Yeah, so when I first started in – Middle 2014, I was shooting for between 500 and 2,000 bestseller rank. But but these days now, and especially because what we're trying to do is we're trying to ramp up the business uh, by launching considerably more products. So we're shooting for between 1,000 and 5,000 BSR. And the reason for that is is that it's just generally more competitive, but also because we don't want it to spend as much money trying to succeed. Uh, and if we do 1,000 to 5,000, then that's already enough volume. It's going to be thousands of dollars a month for us to be happy about it. 
And so we're really going with the mindset that a few of the products we launch, they maybe are only going to sell a few units a day, and that's fine. And then some of them that we launch are going to sell 10, 20, 30 units a day, and those are great. So those are kind of the home run type products. And the other ones are, are maybe not, but so that's part of the. So on the BSR side, that's what we search for. So that's what this column is. Yeah. Right. By the way, just to interject, I can definitely relate to that because I'm. I know from my first product, uh, I've got two products up. I'm launching my third and fourth uh, right now. Mm-hmm. But my first one did, did is, does well. You know, it gets a few sales a day. Um, but my second one, I put in the same amount of effort, and it has like way less reviews, but it's doing way better. You know, so it's amazing how just picking the right niche, the right market. I think I was a little bit too conservative with my first product. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I just wanted to get my feet wet and go through the process. But my second one um, is it was just amazing. I'm like, wow, like I, I didn't have to do anything, and uh, it's selling, it's ranking, Amazon ads is really promoting it well. Uh, so uh, it just kind of goes to show the importance of the research and how much of a difference that can make, and just choosing the right product, the right niche, the right keywords. Definitely. The vast majority of people that I talk to that say, oh, I tried Amazon and it wasn't, I wasn't successful. I'm like, well, what did you sell? And they're like, oh, I tried to sell Garcinia Cambogia, for example, right? And that's like the most competitive product. Um, You know, you could sell something in another supplement space and still do well, but you want to think about if if something's super competitive and a bunch of people are selling it, you've got to find a way to to try and differentiate ideally. Uh, And so that's kind of what this can help you do is you can look at a bunch of different categories when you have no idea what it is you like to sell. And then you can just really quickly see the data and you, you can you add filters to it. So you can, you know, only want to look for products between a specific rank of, uh, equal to or greater than, or yeah, greater or equal to, you know, a thousand, for example, right? And so you can apply filters like that. And, and so that's what this can do. And so, I mean, I use this example a lot. And so I wouldn't actually suggest this product, but, you know, if you're using, say you wanted to do something in the barbecue space, say it's a barbecue grill brush, like this example here. Then the other tool you can do is you can pull up this, the product inspector. You can type in barbecue grill brush, and this actually helps you find all the products that have that in the title. So I can come over here to barbecue grill brush. I can type in patio lawn and garden, and this is going to find every product that has barbecue grill brush in the title. So instead of you know manually needing to go to Amazon and searching through every product and then trying to find it that way, it pulls everything in here. So you can see, okay, is this the product I just decided – is there, are there too many people selling it or is everyone that's selling it, selling it successfully or any of those other number of things that you can do. And, and that's kind of really helpful in terms of trying to determine whether or not it's something that you would like to sell or not. And so that's kind of, this is the second stage I like to say is you use a top 100 analyzer when you aren't yet sure what you want to sell and then use a product inspector to look at the product you'd like to sell to get more data to decide before you, you go forward. That's awesome. That's great. So it definitely helps you with the product research. You mentioned also the reviews. I know that's one thing that, you know, everyone has challenges with on Amazon. Do you want to maybe share, you know, what, what have you found to be the most effective way to get reviews and how can your software help people with that? Yeah. So actually, so, um, well, one way that we, we get reviews actually is using, um, sales backer. That's another tool okay. that helps with post-purchase um, email follow-up and that works really well. But uh, when it comes, so in the context of Amazuite though, there's the uh, review finder and I already ran the software. So what it can do is if you go to Amazon or Google and you type in top 10,000 reviewers, Amazon, then you're going to find this page on Amazon and you get to look at, you see, you'll see these reviewers and every single reviewer will be listed there and you have to click through each reviewer and then look at their interests and see what their email, et cetera. But what you can do is you can run the software and I already ran it here just to save time. And it pulls in all their information, and then you can see, okay, 
what are they interested in? How many reviews have they done? What is, have they done a video in the past, past 10 reviews? Have they done a, you know, what, what's their average review score for the last 10 things or reviews? So you can contact someone, you know, you wouldn't want to contact this person, for example. They've only done a 3.6, but this person up here has done video reviews and has done a five star review. And then what you can additionally do is, okay, maybe you want to narrow it down to people that are only interested in your product. So say it's photography. Now you're searching for just reviewers that are interested in photography. And I only ran this for a little bit, actually. You can, if you run the whole thing, then you're going to find a lot more people. But this way you can find people that are interested in the product that you have to sell. And then additionally, they're people that are professional reviewers. So they're up here on this list because people like the way they write the reviews and they're really helpful. And especially if they do the videos, you know, if you think about your Amazon listing and people go through the listing and they see, you know, if they see a video review of your product, you know, showing it's how it's used or whatever, that's going to massively help your conversions as opposed to someone that's just reading a normal text-based review. And so you can contact the people to help you get those. So that's what the software can do. That's awesome. That's great. Awesome, man. Is there anything else you want to share just a little bit um, with this yeah. while you have the, the screen share going on? Yeah, and then the the other tool too is the keyword generator. So if you go to Amazon and you type in, say, barbecue, then it's automatically going to put up additional keywords. And those are, you know, you see it in Google. Any search engine does this now. They're they're called search suggest keywords. And so this keyword generator tool does exactly that. You put in barbecue, grill, and then brush, and it pulls in every single keyword that's being suggested on Amazon using these different seed keywords. And so, you know, I'm running it here now, and the number keeps popping up. It's probably going to be about 700 plus keywords. And this additionally can be used as an, a, another way to help you do product research. So, for example, here's, here's one like barbecue accessories for men or barbecue accessories grill set, barbecue aprons for men. So these are another other product ideas you could use, barbecue branding iron, barbecue basting brush. These are other product ideas you could use. But then additionally, they're keywords that you know that are searched really frequently on Amazon and they only really display the keywords that lead to the most sales because Amazon tests everything. So you know the keywords they display within that search suggest area lead to the most sales. So those are sales. These are keywords you can use then in your product title, your description, your keywords, um, or your bullet points rather, and also in your manual sponsored ad campaigns. That's awesome. So that's kind of a quick rundown of like how the software works and everything. No, that's awesome. You know, and, and definitely the, the keywords optimizing your listing for the keywords is really important. I found that. You know, oftentimes, like a lot of the sales that I get are from my secondary keywords or the long tail keywords that I have uh, for my product listing. Because sometimes going after that main primary keyword is a little bit too competitive, especially at the beginning. So just kind of going after some of the long tail ones and optimizing the listing for that, I found that to make a big difference. Definitely. I mean, and, and this is the thing is that there's there's just so much traffic on Amazon that if you can make sure you optimize for those keywords correctly, then you could take advantage of it. And a lot of it too just has to go down to making sure you get your initial reviews uh, and those help drive your, your first bunch of sales and then those can help continue driving on further. I mean, the first product that I launched, I just launched at a lower price, got some initial reviews, and then started getting momentum and adding more and more reviews and doing really well that way. So That's great. Awesome. And so for people that are interested in the software, um, we kind of spoke offline a little bit. You created a special page that you're going to make available for people um, that are watching this video, my subscribers. Do you want to maybe share with them a little bit more about that and how they can get it? Yeah, yeah. So getamasuite.com slash PLM, so just short for Project Life Mastery. That'll get you to a page that has a $100 discount. Wow. So we normally sell for 297 
and so that gets you $100 discount, and then that includes free updates for the, the program for MSV4. So we've done like 20-something different updates now and just adding in new features as we go along, and we've got a team of, of support people that help out with that. But, yeah, so getamasuite.com slash PLM is where you can check that out, and, and then... You know, inside there, there's a, a course we did that, that covers the, the basics of selling on Amazon and also really just shows you how to use the software within the context of the business. And so that can be really helpful for you when you start going as well. Awesome, awesome man. I appreciate that. I think they'll benefit people a lot. So I'll put a link to that below in the description, but getamasuite.com slash PLM. Okay, great. So I'd love to hear, you know, people that are watching this, a lot of people are just brand new to this opportunity, selling on Amazon. Um, you know, what would you share for someone that's just brand new to this? What would you say has been, you know, some of the most important things that they should know getting into this? I think the, the, the main thing is that there's, if you try, it really comes back to picking the right product. I think that the, the number one mistake that you can make is picking the wrong product. Uh, and I see this as the most common mistake that people make. And so certainly tools like Amazon help with this, but also if you're just looking at, the, the marketplace in general, products that are have a lot higher potential in terms of their total quantity of sales are going to be a lot more competitive than others. So for example, I've met people that they literally sell so many products on Amazon that they ship an entire container for, via C for just their products, an entire you know 14 by whatever those containers are. And and then they're doing you know hundreds of thousands of dollars a month with a handful of products, but they're selling within, within the top 100 on Amazon. And so if you're focusing on areas that aren't as competitive as that, then you're more likely to succeed because, you know, someone like that has way more uh, money to, to compete against you than if you'd try and go after something super competitive. And so I, I really just kind of, guess, hammer home the, for me at least, I wish you for 1,000 to 5,000 BSR. And our approach is it kind of goes based on the experience that I had with, with doing niche websites. So I was doing niche websites, um, ranking authority style websites as well, and making money that way for several years. But what we're basically doing is applying that same approach to the Amazon business. So we're launching multiple products and then hoping, okay, a few products, average product, doing 5000 a month or so, 20 products, that's going to be 100 k a month. And so that's the approach that we're doing. And, and that's what I think will be the, the best way to do it. If you can get your initial success with one product, then that helps give you the motivation and some yeah. additional capital to funnel into something else. That's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. Just picking the right product. I mean, I find that, you know, you, you do that right and you're just going to have a very smooth ride uh, selling on Amazon. Um, I'd love to hear a little bit more because you, you've been an affiliate of Amazon, meaning you're promoting other people's products on Amazon. Uh, you know, now you're on the other side of the coin, probably making more money um, <laughs> you know, having your own products as opposed to being an affiliate for it. But um, I'd love to hear what are some of the strategies. You mentioned niche websites. Um, I guess those are blogs and ranking them in Google and stuff. You want to be mm -hmm. sure a little bit what's what's been beneficial for you in terms of marketing a product on Amazon? Because I think there's not a lot. What I found is, you know, a lot of people they're focused on getting sales in Amazon, like just the Amazon search. But there's not that many people I think that are going outside of Amazon and using a blog or a website or YouTube or you know all the other channels out there to market their products. So you want to maybe share a little bit what's been working for you. Yeah, so well, the funny thing is, is that you know we've we've only really been using Amazon traffic to do most of our sales. Right. Uh, I think that you know if you want to do additional things, some of the easiest things to do would be, for example, 
setting up a YouTube channel for your specific brand and then doing unboxing videos of your product so you can show people what's inside that gives you an opportunity to show them the quality of your packaging uh, and then also that can help convey the quality of the product as well. And then, you know, if it's a product like a grill brush, then you could actually show using it, for example. And so that'd be one initial kind of way you could do it to help get some additional traffic. Another thing, too, is just actually setting up an, a, an actual brand website for your for your brand, right? Um, we have a basic one. And some people, they they do their, their first site, and then they go on and they do a Shopify store, for example, and they start driving sales off Amazon, which is something you could do. Uh, but... So those are a few ideas, but but really the thing is, for me at least, with the way that we're trying to approach it, we don't really need a ton of off-Amazon traffic because we're just driving so much through the Amazon's website itself and then just through the sheer quantity of products we're launching. And that's kind of the approach that we're doing. But those are a couple of ideas, I guess. That's awesome. And at what point would you launch your second product? Uh, I think, I'd say as soon as you have enough as soon as you've been making enough money so that the money you take out of that business doesn't need to be applied to, uh, so you don't have to go into get debt, I guess, to do your second product. Because the thing is, is that once you start succeeding selling physical products online, you need that money to help reinvest into inventory. So like the first order I did, for example, was 500 units. And I originally was only going to do 250, but I thought, you know what, I should just do 500 because if it sells well, then I'm going to run out potentially. And that's exactly what happened. I had to do a really quick order for a thousand units and then I needed to do another order for 2000. Then I needed to do another order for 5000. And, and so I would say once you're at the point that you're able to take profit out of the business that still can cover the cost of your initial inventory for your first product, but then also do a second product at the same time. And so it's kind of a tough balance. Um, but making sure you have enough money to do that initial order. And then if that product exceeds, having money to be able to do that second one. So I'd say that's that's one thing. Another thing to consider too is if your product lends itself well to doing you know different sizes or variants, colors or whatever, then you can maybe do that instead of doing a second product because I definitely have seen that when you add variants to a listing, the conversions just seem to be generally a little bit higher because people view it as more of a, uh, I don't know, like I guess they think of it more of a, real business isn't the best way I'm trying to say it, but you know, I think most Amazon shoppers don't even know that a lot of people that are doing this are just people in their pajamas working, working on these businesses. But yeah. when you see different variants, it, it gives people extra options to pick, and I think that can kind of help with the conversion. So that's another thing to consider is doing that as opposed to launching a second product. But yeah. that's the way I suggested. Okay, cool. Uh, one question I want to ask, we'll, we'll maybe wrap up a little bit soon here, but another question I want to ask, because I, I get this question a lot. I'd love to hear your take on it. Mm. You know, What do you think about when people say, oh, it's coming too competitive now or you know, you know there's, there's too many people doing it. I found that, you know, some people, they get discouraged by that and they, they let that hold them back. So what would you say um, to people that think that? Man, that's, so that's a great question because it's something that, uh, I mean, right now, especially selling on Amazon is a great way to, to build a business. And I think that it's a great pathway to then doing, you know, either launching other products, moving on to other markets, doing other types of unique things, maybe using your existing platform to, you know, take some of those funds, patent a product, launch something entirely new, et cetera. Uh, but you can't get to that point if you don't you know, actually get your first product up and going. And I guess I'd just say that every time something like this comes along and people are having success, I get those same questions. So people, for example, would say those same questions to me when I was up and ranking websites in Google and then selling them, you know, I, like I sold my that top site for six figures and I used an investment banker to help sell it. And that was a huge chunk of money for me. Most money I've ever seen in my life hitting my bank account when that wire came through. 
Uh, and if you look at any opportunity to build a business online and you think, oh, well, people are having success now, but I can't because things are different now, uh, then that's what your reality is going to be. You know, I think that you have to actually try something. I think in the context of Amazon, yes, it's more competitive than it was before, but that just means going back to my broken record approach of going for lower competition products. Uh, that's what you can do. You just go for the thousand to five thousand BSR, and you can and you can do well that way. So that's what I'd su- suggest. And and the thing is too is that if you if you, you get started now. And say you are going for those lower competition products. Well, in the future, moving out further, it's going to be more competitive later. And so, if you're waiting that much longer, then it's going to just the opportunity is going to continue to pass you. That's true. Yeah. So. Yeah, and it's really what you put into it is what you get out to, right? Like you can, you know, there's always a way to be successful with it. And I've actually found that, you know, like the same argument has been said for years. You know, it's like I remember even for, with Kindle publishing. When I first launched my course in 2013, people said, oh, it's too competitive now and it's too hard. And, you know, sure enough, like all of these people have now, and including myself, has made so much money on Amazon just from publishing books. And <laughs> the same thing with Amazon, too, is like three years ago, people were saying, oh, it's, you know, becoming too competitive now and all that. The same argument. So I found that, you know, like you can't, if you're going to start a business, you can't even have that thought or that belief. You can't be doubting yeah. yourself before you even begin. You have to have that faith, that belief. And just believe in yourself ultimately that you can be successful at this because there's so many people that have and there's, you know, the proofs in the pudding uh, with it. So I just think it's a really great opportunity for people uh, to get started making money online. So definitely. I mean, I think that that's really good advice. Uh, people, if you really want to do something, then you're building a business. You're going to have some bumps and scrapes along the way. You're trying to create something from scratch. And you're doing something that most of your friends, coworkers, uh, family members aren't going to understand. They aren't going to really see that themselves doing it at all. And so that's already something that you're kind of putting yourself out there. So taking that next step of, of getting out there, trying to get your first success is what I'd definitely suggest going after. So That's great. Awesome. I guess my last question is, you know, is there any final pieces of advice that you have for people? Maybe not just with Amazon, but just you know, building an online business, you know, making that transition of having a job and, you know, going for making passive income and, uh, you know, wanting to make money online. So is there, is there anything that you can maybe share with people, um, just from your journey? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, I think that I've definitely found, and this is just the way that it worked for me, that if you're trying to build a business on the side, I wouldn't do something as drastic as saying, oh, I'm going to start a business and then go quit your job. Right, right away. You know, I, I really believe that you should try and build something up on the side to get some initial success before you consider quitting your job because otherwise you're going to have so much pressure on yourself to try and succeed. Um, when in reality, if you're just starting out, there's a chance you might have a, a failure or a setback and then, you know, you learn from that and you improve. But if you don't have the safety of a job, then that makes it that much more stressful. Uh, and in my situation, because I was doing this all on the side while I already had a day job, it helped as opposed to, you know, if I get fired from my day job, then, and then the very next day I'm like, oh, I'm going to make an Amazon affiliate website. This is not going to work, right? You know, because I had all that time before that that I was, was working on it. So I definitely would just say that, you know, start a business on the side and, you know, reinvest your profits and continue to do that until you get to the point that you feel confident that you can leave. Uh, and you can always consider just hiring someone to help run your business even while you're on the side, doing it on the side. That also helps you learn to be a better manager. Uh, and can help further detach yourself from thinking of the business as 
something that you have to put your your own effort into. So that's, I guess, what I'd suggest. And then final point would be don't wait too long to hire. That's yeah. <laughs> I've done that twice now, two different businesses. Uh, my primary business and then also with uh, selling on Amazon. So I'm not going to make the same mistake a third time. <laughs> that's awesome, man. All right. Well, thank you again so much for sharing and just taking the time today. Um, and for those that want to know more about Chris, go to upfuel.com. That's your blog. Yep. And uh, to check out Amasuite, uh, get amasuite.com slash PLM for a special discount. Chris, again, I just want to thank you again, and I'll see you in Vegas uh, next month. Yeah, thank you so much for the invite, and glad to chat with everybody. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.